That is absolutely the understatement of the year, isn't it? He is just so good to us, folks, and I appreciate that. You may be seated. Amen. I'm going to give a couple of opportunities tonight for testimony. First of all, Jeff, is, is um, you're going to stand, aren't you, Jeff? Yes. You can? Yes, you can. There you go. He's been coming to this church for quite a while now, and God is... Um, And God has been dealing with him and, 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 and helping him to grow in Jesus' name. So you tell us what the uh, Lord is doing. Hey. Right. Yes. Hey. I say. Just tell me, tell me what you told me this morning, buddy. Uh, God me, my, my family, and my heart, I pray to him. So his back and his leg was hurting that night? Uh, and you prayed to him that night? Uh, what happened when you woke up in the morning, Jeff? I wake up. Hell, pain go away. Yeah. 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 I wake up. After that, he just recognized that it was from God. And then he in his house that he just started shouting and praising and dancing around his house. Thank you so much. That was a good job. Yes. That, that is absolutely awesome in Jesus' name. Praise God. I got a call on Friday. Um, I guess it was Friday, I think it was. And, um, and uh, Brother uh, Carlos, he just asked me, he said, hey, he said, can I, can I share with you some good news? Um, and I said, man, that's what I needed. And so he went on and he testified to me. And when he got done, I said, man, I said, the rest of this church needs to hear this. And so I want him to come. You come and testify what the Lord is doing in your life and, and how he's doing it in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Amen. Yes, I just wanted to share something that's, you know, usually pretty personal as far as uh, finances. And I know that that's never a comfortable thing to talk about, but we're family, right? Amen. Amen. So, and the, the thing is... Um, you know, I'm going through a transition period in my life right now between careers. I just resigned at the, the college, and I'm getting into real estate. And so it's been pretty tight financially. And so uh, i just been trusting God this month and just asking, you know, to lead the way in this. And on a regeneration road night, um, it just so happened that I don't know how we got on this topic, but my brother Mike Rowe here was sharing with me about how he learned from God how to tithe before the government takes out your taxes, so pre-tax tithing. You know, and it wasn't the first time I've, I've ever heard that before in this place. I've heard that, but in the times past, I just quickly dismissed it. Like, you know, is it that big of a deal? Because um, I tithe, 
you know? And so I never really considered it or took it seriously. But that night, it jumped out at me because of what I was dealing with. And I just said, Lord, I'm going to take you up on that. And this month, um, as a veteran, I was getting my, uh, going through a year-long process of getting my disability re-evaluated. And I found out on Friday that it was increased to 30% which is an amazing, amazing um, amount uh, that's going to make a difference not only on a monthly basis, but, basis, but for this last year, uh, going through this process, they're actually going to back pay me all that, which I'm just like, wow, out of the blue, you know, thanking God. But it, it really made me understand that I can trust God with these things. And then I know, I know that giving uh, financially sometimes is a sticky subject, but if I could share this passage to you that came to mind as I was thinking about this, it's found in 2 Corinthians 9 and 6. It says, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, but, also, but he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, let, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. And isn't that awesome that God loves a cheerful giver? And it's not that he wants us to go without or less or try to just struggle in life. He wants to teach us how to be a cheerful giver because he's a cheerful giver. And, you know, and I learned that this is part of my relationship with the Lord. And that's the true lesson that God is trying to teach us. And as Pastor shared this afternoon in the Bible study, it's also about contributing to the kingdom of God. You know, but we truly cannot outgive God. You know, and, and, and he challenges us to give, but freely, willingly. And uh, so that was my, my testimony to you, and I hope it encouraged you. And just God is an amazing God. He takes care of us, and he loves a cheerful giver in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. As he was sharing that with me, I thought to myself, that's, that's a good thing. Amen. God doesn't need our money. I, I know that's, that's, again, he says it's a sticky subject, and it is. He doesn't. You could give all your money to God, and he wouldn't be a dime richer. He wouldn't. That's just how it is. What God wants is he wants our faithfulness and trust. That's what it is. Really, money is a trust issue, and we have a hard time with that. I have a hard time with that. Um, you know, you, you invest and you do things. I remember back when I was 50 years old, I only had $25,000 that I had accu accumulated for retirement. And, of course, that, that might sound like a lot of money to you, but it isn't in retirement. And so I, you know, I began to seek the, seek the Lord for about a year um, because my idea was God just write me out a check and I'll take that money to the bank <laughs> Um, and, and get a good interest rate, and we'll just kind of settle it that way. And that wasn't the answer God gave me. What God gave me was he said, start saving. He said, that's what I want you to do. And so what Sister Carnahan and I did, which did not in, um, interfere with our tithing, never has interfered with our tithing. Tithing is one of those things that we have just done for 40-some-odd years as a couple, and we've never questioned God. I can't say that we didn't get nervous from time to time, but we haven't. It's just the way it is. And so we started saving. That's what we did. And God helped us to get a little concerted, uh, uh, concentrated in that. Um, I feel tonight, I really, or I sense tonight, feeling is probably a weaker word, but I sense tonight in my spirit that there are some of you that are troubled about finances. And I know, again, I'm not going to sit here and beat you over the head with it. God wants you to be able to trust him. 
He wants that kind of, um, uh, what, what, how can I say, peace in your life. Amen. He really does. And um, I, I'm not going to say you better or else. I'm just saying tonight, if you need some extra help, would you like to be prayed for that? Maybe somebody in this room right now, you're in financial straits. I'm not here again to, to make you feel nervous. I'm here to say that tonight there's help in the house of God. God is here to help you. And so if you want to come down and you want to be anointed for that purpose in Jesus' name, come on, do it. You're not going to embarrass anybody. You're not going to, it's not like calling you out, but it's, it's for you tonight. God wants to set the captive free. That's what he wants to do. So why don't you come and we'll just, we'll, come on. You know what the Bible said um, again? He said, prove me. That's scripture. That's in the book of Malachi. He's the one that told us to prove him. So I'm here to tell you tonight, you're, you I'm not challenging you. Let's challenge God, and let's believe him in Jesus' name. Now, what I'm going to ask, this is the whole place, isn't this something? <laughs> kind of hit the nerve here, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, let me give you some real good advice. Don't watch the stock market next week. No, I'm just kidding. That, that makes us all nervous, doesn't it? But I am going to come by, and I'm going to anoint each one of you in Jesus' name. And I want us to begin to pray right now, because God is going to lift a huge burden here tonight. In the name of Jesus, yes. 
Oh, set the captive free. name. You can go ahead and return to your seats. Sister Carnahan, sooner or later here, I'm going to have you bring that chorus up, How Great Thou Art. Yeah, or How Great Is Our God. That's the one, the new one, right? How Great Is Our uh, um, What? How Great Is Our God. How does that go? No. Is our God. Yes, hum a few lines and I'll get it. I want that because I really feel like this has been a, an amazingly, tremendously, I'm searching for other adjectives, fantastic, an anointing in this place tonight. There has. Um, I just, special anointing, and I can't explain it all. I don't even want to try. There is just something that God has brought forth to this service tonight for just such a time as this. In Jesus' name. I remember, you know, preaching like I did this morning and having somebody come to me. Um, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm feeling that was sincere. None of you, so don't get nervous. But somebody came to me one time, and, and you know, when you, when you teach people that they, they, they're delivered, and you don't have to carry those harsh feelings about people around with you. What a lighter load that is. But I remember one time having somebody challenge that, and people will, and maybe you did this morning, I don't know, uh, but come to me and said, but you don't know. You don't know how bad they were to me, and you don't know how cruel they were to me. And I, you got to be, I'm, I'm very, very careful during times like that because I, folks, contrary to some people's idea, I do not like, I don't want to offend people. I don't go out of my way to offend people. I love God. I love people. God has helped me to deal with that and let it flow. But at this point in time, I felt like the Lord gave me an answer. And I looked at the person and I said, you're right. I don't know. I don't. And then I, I felt a little inspiration from the Lord and I said, and I don't want to. And I said, I hope that doesn't sound cruel, but it's the truth. I don't need the gory details. Now let me ask you a question, and I ask this person this. How big is your God? That's what I want to ask you right now. And I think during those times when we feel like we should challenge God or we feel like they don't understand and, and all of those repercussions, folks, this is what we've got to ask ourselves. How big is our God? Come on, that's what, I, that's what God wants to help you to, with. He's huge. He's really big. He can carry more things than, than you and I could even imagine. You could take entire a whole day and just carry loads to him, and he wouldn't be exhausted by the end of the day. It's because he can do this. That's what he wants. That's the simple faith and the trust, praise God, that, that, he, that he wants to have from us. Amen. And it's not just finances. It's everything praise God, that we can learn to take everything to the Lord. Amen. And believe me, I, I'm telling you, the, not only will your load get lighter, praise God, but people around you will see the difference. The spirit of that will carry into areas 
that will be a tremendous witness and a, and a tremendous thing. And so I want to assure you, praise God, he's for you. Come on, that's God. God's not your enemy. He's not, this is, you know, you, you don't have to prove anything to him. He already knows. He just wants to help you more and more and more. That's what the Lord wants to do. Let me give somebody a piece of, of, of advice tonight. I, I had a, a little bit of a message, but it just seems like that will have to wait. Let me show you something in Scripture. Let me show you something in Scripture. First John, praise God. First John, chapter number 1, praise God. Um, I'm going to begin at the beginning. I'm going to start at the very first verse there. Um, understand, this is the same guy that wrote the gospel. This is the same guy that got, got cast on the, um, on the island of Patmos. He'd been through a few hard times. He knows what it's like. The scripture says in 1 John chapter 1, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. He was an eyewitness to God. He knew what it was like to hold Jesus' hand. He was the guy that on the Last Supper, remember that? He laid his head right in, his, right in the midst of Jesus. And so there was a, a special attachment. It says, for life was manifest, and we have seen it, and bear witness and, sh and shew unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifest unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. Listen to me, folks. You know, I, I, I don't believe that's a 24-7 smile plastered on our face, but there's something to be said. Amen. I was reading the scripture this morning in the fifth chapter of the book of um, of, um, uh, of Matthew, and he said, blessed are you when men shall revile you. You know what that word means? That word literally means disapprove. And so a lot of times when you begin to, to preach the gospel or teach the gospel the way the Bible says it, people are going to disapprove of you. They're not going to like it. I told you last week about Brother Bernard's own mother. The first time she came into an apostolic church, she had made up her mind she was never coming back. And so those kind of reactions don't scare me. They really don't because, I don't know, I guess it's my age or something. I'm beginning um, not to be a prophet of doom, but I'm expecting it. That probably the first time, thing out of the chute is people are going to disapprove of it. And then he says, and when they persecute you, the word comes from a Greek word that means pressure. See, after they disapprove of you, sometimes they're going to put pressure on your life. And then, if that doesn't work, and you can follow the trail of Jesus because they tried this on him, then they're going to say all manners of things against you falsely for my name's sake. And do you want to know what Jesus' antidote was for that? He said, rejoice. Now, that's kind of funny, doesn't it? Kind of, kind of seems like, What? But he said, that's what he said. He said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Do you want to know why? Because great, great is your reward in heaven. 
That's what he has promised you. That if you will just endure some of the sufferings. Now, come on, if you want his glory, which I do, we're going to have to share with his suffering. Now, listen to me. God is not going to bunch it all up on you so that you can't handle it. He'll give it to you in proportion. But please expect that you're going to have some of that, even within your own self. Sometimes you're going to disapprove with the way God does things. But that's where trust and faith and, 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 and that type of thing comes in with our relationship is that we can get past that and we can just begin to settle it again in our hearts that he's God. I'm not, praise God. And I'm going to trust him in the name of Jesus. We were discussing the book of Proverbs today in, in, in our discipleship class. And the book of Proverbs is a wonderful book. It really is. And it's, got, it's full of scriptures. But that book of Proverbs really is designed for one question. See, we want to sometimes go right to what's right and what's wrong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that all of you in this place, well, most of you anyway, you know what's right and what's wrong. Nobody has to convict you of sin. You've already got that in you. Amen. So that issue is not it, praise God. So the book of Proverbs takes on another project. And what that project is, is what is wise. You want to get, behind, you want to get ahead of the curve? We've got a beautiful couple here that, that have taken on so many things in this church, and I appreciate it, and, and I really do. They're just, God has gifted them with some things. I want to make a suggestion to you. He teaches a class that's called um, um, Financial Peace University. It's tremendous. With the help of God, you can get yourself out of debt within just a few months or a few years, and you're going to feel the lightness of that. And then you're going to go into a dimension, praise God, where money isn't against you. Now money, because of God, money can start to work for you in Jesus' name. And even during this inflation-filled economy, God can do something. God can raise it up. And I mean to tell you, folks, I'm not making promises that I can't keep. I'm giving you promises that I know he can keep. He will keep us, praise God. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to go through our ebbs and flows. There's purpose in that. God has to have us go through ebbs and flows so that we will depend on him. Do you see, if he just gave you one just, you know, two or three or five years of just strictly good things, I, I'm just being honest with you, we would probably backslide. We would just allow those things to become our God. But him knowing that, isn't it nice to know that God knows human nature? He will bring a balance into your life, praise God. And that's what the book of Proverbs through wisdom does. Wisdom will begin to help you to see, praise God, the balance of life and how God is so good. He is. And so tonight, praise God, in this beautiful place, in this beautiful atmosphere, I believe the Lord is asking us, how big am I? Well, here, let me, let, let me give you some scripture to enlarge him. The scripture says, praise God, in verse number 7, John, 1 John 1 and 7, it says, well, actually, let me back up. It says in verse number 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. That's wonderful, isn't it? And if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, 
we lie and do not the truth. So what's the antidote? But if we walk in the light. See, that's what obedience allows us to do. It's not a working your way to heaven. It's not trying to earn enough merit badges so you can get in the door. No, what obedience is, is literally walking in the light. Praise God. I had something here I'm, I, I want to share with you. Praise God. And I, I thought this, this really made a, a whole lot of sense. Praise God. Listen um, to what um, um, I believe it's, it's Raymond Woodward. He says this. Praise God. Um, he talks about the fact that he said ex experiencing truth is like walking out of a dark room, he said, into the light. That's what experiencing it is. You can't see at first, and you squint. And so he said the easiest thing to do would to be just retreat back into the darkness so that your eyes would get adjusted, praise God. But if you continue to stay in the light, that's the call that God has for us. Your eyes, my eyes, everybody's eyes will finally adjust and you will see things that you have never, ever seen in the dark before. You will begin to see things that God has in store for your life. That's what God is calling you to do. But I understand that's, that's easier said than done. That's where trusting him comes in. That's where we have to begin to let God become the God of our life and help us to walk into this light as he is in the light in Jesus' name. Because I'm going to tell you something. God has got some tremendous things in store for many of you in this room here tonight. And so tonight, praise God, as we come, I'm going to have you come and help me sing this, praise God. Amen. I'm going to ask you, how big is your God? How big is he? How big do you want him to be? Come on, you, you pull the lid off of yours. I want God to be just absolutely awesome in my life. And I believe in the next few minutes, God's going to anoint your eyes with spiritual salve, and you're going to begin to see some things. And all I'm going to ask you to do is when that happens, not if, when that happens, begin to give God the glory. Come on, we can celebrate, praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We can begin to celebrate what he wants to do in the name of Jesus. And I'll tell you something, praise God. I, I expect him to do some great things in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. The splendor of the King in majesty let all the earth rejoice all the earth rejoice he wraps himself in light and darkness tries to hide and trembles at his voice it trembles at his voice.
continue to do that. He's going to continue to be an awesome God. Amen. Praise God. And I'm glad I'm on his side. I'm glad I have him for my help in Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. If you're leery, just let me tell you to do something. Praise God. If you're going to give, praise God. That's good. I mean, and it doesn't even have to be money, but whatever you do, just go ahead and take that and lift that up to God and say, God, I know that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think. And it's according to the power that works in me. And God doesn't mind being tempted. God does or not tempted, but being challenged. And you can tell God at those times, and this is not arrogance, this is a fact. God, I'm doing my part. And now I'm expecting you to do yours in Jesus' name. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. With boldness like that, and with a guarantee that God's got for you in his word, I'm going to tell you something you can't miss in Jesus' name. God wants to return the joy. Praise God. That's what the scripture claimed that would happen once we found out God wasn't mad at us, that he wasn't ticked off at us, that he wasn't trying to to make us look bad. Praise God. 12th chapter of Isaiah, read it for yourself. Once we find that out, praise God, the Bible says with joy. Come on, with joy, you can begin to draw from the wells of salvation in Jesus' name. Somebody want to draw from the wells of salvation tonight? Come on, lift up your hands right now and claim those promises in the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Thank you for coming to this service tonight. I believe the anointing of the Lord will make a way for you in Jesus' name. Don't forget this week. Claim it in Jesus' name. Just claim it in Jesus' name. We'll continue on Tuesday night if you're interested. There's prayer here every Tuesday night from 7 to 8. 
Amen. Wednesday night Bible study. Praise God. We got a, a Thursday night class going on for, for marriages. And I'm going to tell you something. God is going to help us to, to reclaim back the territory in Jesus' name. That's what he assured me today. Praise God that we're going to, he's going to allow us to reclaim the territory. Praise God in Jesus' name. So the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Greet one another and the Lord bless you tonight as you go.